Hello and welcome to the May-June issue of Indie Life Radio's newsletter, Team Talk. We've got loads of news for you this time, including the locker room at the Euros, new music shows, a new app for listening to Indie Life Radio, new interviews with authors and musicians, Eden had a starring role in the Yes Corner series on Independence Live's YouTube channel. But first, a big thank you to everybody who joined us for our coverage of the Hollywood elections. We had a fantastic two days. And here's James and Jerry to chat about what it was like behind the scenes. The big thing for us that we tried uh, was, of course, the election coverage. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit of an adventure for us, wasn't it? We've not tried anything either as ambitious or using that format. Jerry, how was it for you? Because you, you were driving for two days. <laughs> it was quite a commitment, wasn't it? Yeah, what surprised me most was how quickly the time went and how much fun it was. Uh, it, really, it really was a, a blast do, doing it and doing it live and uh, listening back to it, um, the, the the combination actually I thought worked really well. Music and chat, uh, it just seemed to flow quite nicely. Yeah, I would agree with that. Plus, I think the fact that we were getting interaction, um, albeit from people who do use Discord anyway and do interact with us, but we were getting interaction from them as well, which obviously showed that they were paying attention either by watching Independence Live or by listening to us or doing both possibly. I think there was a bit of skipping between the two, actually. A few people have said they, they did mm. that, but that was fine. And part of the, the remit there was we were producing the results that went into the ticker tape for Independence Live, so there was mm. a kind of link-up between the two, the two camps. But you did the Friday, didn't you, James, or was it Saturday? Yeah, no, I was involved with a Friday, mm. um, but I did come in on the Saturday late on joined in with you all but um yeah we, we were doing the friday um which i thought was was kind of it was interesting but it was a little bit strange in as much as under normal circumstances that would be the day that you would be getting all of your results coming in you know so if it had been the normal circumstance we'd be you know on the friday we'd be saying oh this seat has been held or lost or whatever the case may be. So Friday was really a little bit of a, a kind of setup, if you like. I thought um, in the lead up to the Saturday. I don't know if Jerry maybe thought that way as well. We always felt, you know, let's see how we get on on Friday, and that will determine how much we do on Saturday. So you can tell mm-hmm. by how much we did on Saturday that we felt we we did well on Friday. Yeah, because um, we just decided to carry on for nine hours or something <laughs> on Saturday. And so then we even tacked an extra hour on for what we thought we would do because there were still results coming in. <laughs> but I think as well that, that the fact that Saturday worked so well is a testament to you know everything that was done by by everyone, whether they were directly involved or whether they were indirectly involved. Um, it was it was a true team effort. Yeah, it was it was nice, you know, the the quality of guests that was available over on Independence Live, and so you, we could we just took Leslie Riddick uh, in in her entirety. I think uh, Ruth Ruth Watson was a was a very engaging host 
in, in radio terms, you know. Mm -hmm. So it, it worked very well for radio, what they were saying, because there wasn't really much visual stuff to, to the, the live stream at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, that combination was, 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 it worked really well for us. But the last election we had in Scotland was the Westminster general election. And like, tell us, James, about what you did for that, because it must have been the same sort of challenges you had, but how did you meet those well, challenges? <laughs> it was... It was a slightly different setup because obviously we were in the studio. So there was myself and Cactus um, in the studio from Independence Live. And then we had a couple of guys who I can't recall which SMP group it was that they were from. Um, I can't remember off the Is top of my head. Is that Easton Bartonshire or somewhere? Yeah, like that. that's it. Uh, I'm pretty certain that they were, they were from there. And essentially the show was their show. And Cactus and I were there to kind of keep things moving along, if ah. you like. So, but it, it was most enjoyable. I thought, in all honesty, when I committed to doing it, I thought I'm going. I'm probably going to fall asleep halfway <laughs> through this, right? Because I'd never stayed up to watch election results in my life, so I had always imagined it was going to be really, really boring. But it was actually quite exciting. Not as exciting as the one that we've just done, which I think was brilliant um, but it was still very exciting and the fact that I had been working all day prior to going into the studio on Thursday night I think we started at 10am and we finished at 6 and I went straight from the studio to the office and did another day's work wow. um, so I, I effectively didn't sleep from the Thursday night through until the Saturday night when I went to bed so that intervening period, that was pretty much wide awake all, all the time. <laughs> it was, it was kind of like going back to my days of being in the band and driving, you know, after gigs and between gigs and stuff. <laughs> it does just show you the, the potential though, doesn't it, for, for yeah. doing more and different things that we could do just at the radio. Because the thing with um, the, the most recent one, that was all being done from, with us broadcasting from home and using Zoom. Yeah. So it just shows you the potential, even without having a studio, for other things we can do. And I know Michael's got some plans. We'll, we'll catch up with him um, later on and, and add them into this, to this team talk. But uh, the key is trying to figure out how, how we can talk off air. So when we're playing music, we can chat. Uh, it makes all the difference. Mm to sort of just prepare and uh, so that I suppose that makes it more like what uh, other radio stations have where they have talk back and yeah. all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's another skill we're learning as we go along. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for you, James, it was you're normally the, in the driving seat and for your Saturday show, it's your way or the highway, isn't it? How did you feel being um, A, in the passenger seat, <laughs> but even having a, sharing it with other people? To be honest, it, it was really quite nice. It was a different experience from what I'm used to doing. But it, it was it was nice because it, it meant that when it's normally what happens, I have to keep an eye on everything that's going on when I'm doing the shows live. Mm -hmm. So obviously the next track that's coming up, all that kind of stuff. But I'm also monitoring uh, Twitter, uh, Discord, Facebook, WhatsApp, and a couple of other things. So I, I'm maybe doing about 10 things at the same time who said men couldn't multitask not me i can assure you <laughs> but it was really nice just to be like a talking head if you like mm. and not have to worry about is there anything else do you think we could use that for well i had a wee thought earlier this morning um 
kind of, I, I don't know yet how we would work it, but I was watching uh, a short bit of film about the Edinburgh Yes March in 2019. The bit that I was particularly interested in, it was the Yes Bikers. And I had a thought to myself, that would be really good if we could get a tie-up to somebody who was actually a Yes Biker riding, you know, at the time. I know it's going to be very noisy, um, but I'm sure there must be a way that, because they can speak to each other on the bikes, you know, it's just like using a Bluetooth headset um, as you would for your, your phone and they can listen to radio and stuff like that through like a Bluetooth headset. So um, I'm sure that there's something that we could do um, maybe for the next event that's coming up because I would love to go to them, but they're always on Saturday mornings when I'm doing the radio show. So yeah, Maybe we should just uh, interview a few of them and uh, uh, see what see what they do. I didn't realise they're listening to things in their ear. Well, okay, there's our challenge. Shout out to any bikers, any yes bikers, who want to help us experiment with broadcasting, then uh, give us a shout, get in touch. <laughs> And the next bit of news for people who like to listen to Indie Live Radio on the go, we've got a new app. They all singing and all dancing Indie Live Radio app. I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. I, really I love do. it. Whereas before, we had just this sort of bog standard, you know, you, you switched it on and you listened. You couldn't tell what was being played um, other than when you were listening to it. Mm. Now it brings up, you know, the track that's being played. And I like the fact that you can toggle between the different things that are related to Indie, uh, indie Live Radio. Um, so, and we can get a schedule. I just think it's much, much more user-friendly. Right, it makes, makes a huge difference just being plugged into the schedules. You know immediately what show you've just tuned mm -hmm. into. Because um, sometimes uh, that helps a lot to understand the context of what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can get I mean, the schedule and you can get the thing I love about it and I didn't expect to have at all was the one touch and you've got all the podcasts, one touch yeah. you on our YouTube channel. That's pretty amazing. And Dave Murchison from The Hub who's done it for us and fantastic job he's done for us and, and he's yeah. so fast as well. <laughs> it doesn't seem to take long between saying, could we have X and suddenly bang, there you go. <laughs> I know you were using it um, when you were on a train, Jerry, because I think part of the issue wasn't that with the old one was that you know you would lose connection and could struggle to reconnect. How, how did that work on the train? It it, it does reconnect, so that's a, a huge improvement because I think you always had to manually turn it off and on again to get mm. it to get come back. But yeah, I, I I listened without interruption on a train from Edinburgh to Stirling, and uh, it was great. Job done, I think. That's yeah. so for people who are interested in getting the app, then you can listen on the go, listen to us anywhere. Um, you can get it from the Google, the Google Play Store, Apple, wherever you get, you get it from. That. Yeah, you get it from the Apple Store, and you can get it from a Google Play. Yeah, and if you go on our website, there's a tab that says how to listen, and that will give you all the links to the various places, and also tells you about Alexa and. Sonos as well, Sonos, Sonos. All oh, right, I'll be able to uh, get There's a link you on the Sonos. There is, I've no idea what it is. <laughs> but so, Sonos is just another, um, like Alexa.
Right, okay. So that's all on that tab if anybody's struggling. We know that people like to listen to the radio on demand. So we have our Scottish Independence podcasts, our Scottish Independence SoundCloud channel, and our Indie Live Radio YouTube channel. Up until now, because of licensing, we haven't been able to add our music programs and DJ shows to any of our on-demand platforms. But now we have a new platform. It's called Mixcloud. And here's Jerry to tell you all about it. We were always wanting to see if we could put our music shows on demand, but it, it's it, under the, the PRS license that we broadcast, we couldn't do it. That's all we knew. But once we looked a bit more into it, we realised Mixcloud has been set up specifically to solve this problem. So it, it's got a business model where some of the listeners actually pay and some of the creators pay. And so that money, uh, part of that money will go back to the artists whose music is on there. So they, they're licensed to have that music on demand as radio shows essentially so it's it's aimed at radio shows and djs so um we we are now starting to put our shows there so it's great that you can when you've missed a show that's been broadcast live you can just tell your listeners who missed it where they can now listen to it at their leisure um so that that's a, an exciting thing just started this month so it's all oh, about right. promotion really james so um you can you can I advertise the specific link for a show mm. among among you can email it out to your listeners if you have an email list or put it on Facebook because like one of my shows I just put put a link on Facebook and it it's had more listens than anything else that I've put up there so it's all about promotion and publishing it and we can write blog posts about particular shows mm. and that and so it all draws people in but they they, they won't know it's there and obviously the the place to start would be would be to tell people that it's mixcloud.com forward slash indie live radio and that's essentially all you need to know and go go there and you can listen for the to the full show at your leisure this month val marlene and i had the pleasure of being guests on independence lives yes corner series yes corner is a showcase for different groups that can be of assistance to the yes movement so it was a great opportunity for us to do a bit of promo for some of our shows. You can watch the whole episode on Independence Live or on our YouTube channel, or you can get a little flavour of it right here. Marlene, I, I know it's, you've got the talking um, shows and you've got the music shows. Um, what else are you doing? I think you're. I think you've got a blog as well that you're. That, that yeah, we, we we do. I mean, I'd been probably involved maybe about six or eight months, and I started to realise. I mean, it's great fun doing the live shows, and um, it's a bit nerve wracking sometimes, but it is great fun. And I started to think, gosh, we've got this. We've got this amazing archive of interviews, but once it goes out. It's never it's seen gone, again, yeah. or it's ne or it's never heard again. So I was chatting to Steve, the 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 IT whiskered, and he said, "Well, you know, we've got a blog facility on the website. So I'm I'm used to looking after um uh, blogs and websites. I, I look after the pensioners for Indy one and my own one. So I started um blogging on from the Indy Live Radio website. So if we do a show, I would, not all of them, but you know, I would sort of put a post on the blog and about a week afterwards and say, this was really good. And sometimes I'd put the, the, the recording up on the website. So that's how it started. Uh, and then I started to think, um, well, 
actually, we could have an on-demand setup, and and Steve and Fiona were already using um, Podbean for for uh, podcasts. I started, I set up a SoundCloud channel, so now we've got a, a bit of a network. We've got the live mm -hmm. shows, we've got recorded shows, and we've got at least three on-demand platforms. Because as well as looking after Podbean, Fiona also looks after the the YouTube one, and I look after SoundCloud now with Val's help. So. That's actually been quite a development and I think a really useful one because not everyone can tune in to when a programme happens to be on. This way they yeah. can get it anytime. And we did those live shows for what, about nine months, Val? Something quite like a long that? time, yeah. yeah. And at that point we were using Zoom, but we were doing it in Skype as well. But we were doing, mm. we, we had the guests during the time slot of the programme, whereas now we've moved to a more flexible um a more flexible setup where we interview and record the guests at a time of their choice, which makes it much easier to get guests. Yeah. And then we edit it and we put it out with music on a, we just, we, it was getting so, the workload was massive. So mm. we, we decided to go to just um, one daytime show a week. And Marlene and Fiona, I'll tell you a bit more because they've done brilliant work on the two other shows that go on the Wednesday and Monday slots. Let, I'll let them tell you because they're the ones <laughs> that have I've gradually been catching up. Marlene said I've been helping her, but only a little bit with the SoundCloud, but my, I've been really terrible. My sister said, you know, I'm, I'm going to learn to do, and she said, Val, you said that to me months ago, you were going to learn to do that. So I've, I've gradually been Do you want to talk about Yes Spotlight, Fiona? Yeah, sure. Um, yes Spotlight came about because when the team were in the studio, it used to be quite common, they would try and get people to come in as guests into the studio. Um, but actually one of the benefits of doing things remotely is you can get guests from all over the place and there was almost a light bulb moment for us we thought instead of expecting them to come to us why don't we go to them so because so many yes groups were starting to do events particularly by zoom we started joining in a lot of those events enjoying them as spectators but also mm -hmm. arranging with the organizers to give us the audio and then we turned that audio into what we call yes group spotlight at 11 o'clock on a monday morning so every week we've got something uh, and they've been very generous with their, yeah. their time and their efforts and some really great quality and we've got a two-hour slot there which gives you time for a really in-depth um look at something and question and answer sessions so we've been i think we're on to about episode 26 or so of those yes group spotlights and they're yeah. all available on our youtube our podbean or our soundcloud so that again is a remarkable archive of data that's available to the yes movement it's created by the yes movement um, and it's there for for everybody to share so that's the yes group spotlight Great. And, and that's such a good example, again, of you working with other YES groups and YES organisations. I take it um, you would be quite happy to do a call out for any of those YES groups who want to kind of provide you the content for that period. Absolutely. So yeah, is, is it fair to say they can just drop you a note if there's anyone who's watching? Um, yeah, just absolutely. They can, they can just contact us, I mean, here or, you know, or contact us via the, via the website. And the thing that happened after we, after we'd got the YES group spotlight going for a while, probably through to last autumn, 
as 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 Fiona's just described, then um, I, I started to kind of realise that I I thought there was a bit of a shift in the kinds of topics and themes that yes groups were organising meetings on. So there was still a lot of meetings that were about how do we get to independence, you know, the kind of things we need to do and how do we mm. persuade people. But increasingly this last year, I think now yes groups more and more are organising meetings where they're talking about the kind of Scotland we want. So, mm. you know, independence is for something. And and now a lot of people are, are organising meetings that for what's it for? So, uh, you know, we put together, we, we, we talked about that. And, and then, so we created a, another programme, which goes out on Wednesdays at 11 o'clock, two hour slot. That one's called Changing Minds Moving Forwards. And um, yeah, we've had some great ones. There's been, you know, Oban, the Oban people organised a meeting about um, land value tax and they, they had Kate Forbes, the finance minister. She was there mm -hmm. contributing, joining in debate. We had a really good session of meetings about um, well-being economy and how to bring that into mm -hmm public um, decision making and then other topics that are, are not so easy to grapple like you know scotland's got a drug problem we um, used the, the drugs um conference that you were involved in william we took the outputs from that and created a a show for the changing yeah. the moving forward changing minds as well brilliant well I'd, I'd like, that's that that's great again just more examples of reusing the brilliant content that we've got in the movement yeah. and, and supporting other organizations yeah. it would be great to hear from anyone who's watching if you just want to drop us a comment you know the types of things that you're discussing now and if you agree with marlene and there is a difference and there's been a move away from how do we get it to actually what is it for and what type of scotland do we want to see that'd be great if any of you want to drop in uh, and, and drop in that that into the comments that'd be great can I just say yep. something about the music side of it, just on in that vein, because actually we've moved from just churning out, you know, music twenty four seven. We're very much moving into the future Scotland in that sense as well, because our focus is is politics, music, and culture, and we're aiming to get fifty percent of our musical output being Scottish artists, which has been quite a dramatic shift and current stuff as well. So we've got a lot of support out there for up-and-coming artists including playlists we've got shows dedicated just to new music scottish indie music we've got gallic music we've got um cultural side we've got scots writers that we interview we've got scots speaking mm. poets we've got chat facilities for gallic speakers tied in with duolingo so it's not just anymore Brilliant. about the the kind of the immediacy of the independence journey it's about increasingly what happens when we get there and it's just it struck me when marlene was describing changing minds i thought actually that's exactly the same way that the music side's going as yeah well. yeah and, and actually just to add something in else in about the changing minds because val maybe maybe you could talk about about this because i think val made this brilliant put this brilliant program together um for the changing Minds series and it was about the role of music in an independence movement tell them a bit about that wow that was that was really good well one of the the, the change in minds um we I, I had the idea because we had been interviewing um people from singing for an independent scotland which is a group that's online at the moment but i think they're hoping when the pandemic eases to move offline and to have singing at all the marches and rallies mm. um and it gave me the idea we had also been interviewing um, 
Sheena Wellington for our International Women's Day special. We'd interviewed her recently. And so it, it seemed to me that it was really important to look at the power of music because you know, if you look at the 1960s, music can be a massive force in yeah. culture, obviously, of other kinds for, for change. Because, you know, political change isn't just about what people think. It's not just cerebral. It is about how people, how you make people feel and how you move people. Yeah. And music and songs, so we, we, we put, to, I put together like all different things. There was a bit from the internet, from YouTube, about uh, the power of music during the civil rights movement in America. And that's something I'm particularly interested in. I used to be in a political choir and also the Estonian singing revolution where the power of culture and song played a massive part. And if you'd like to hear the full interview that we did for Yes Corner, you can find it on Independence Live's YouTube channel or on Indie Live Radio's YouTube channel. Now an update on the Independence Live Spring Crowdfunder. Everybody on Indie Live Radio contributes our time for free, but we do need to pay licences and various bits of equipment, so we do need a little bit of money to keep us alive. Funding for Indie Live Radio comes out of that crowdfunder, so obviously we're very, very grateful to everybody who's contributed. And just checking our website, we can see we are so nearly there. We've got £7,220 of the £8,000 that we're trying to, to raise. So thank you so much to everybody is, who's playing their part in keeping us on the air. We really do appreciate it. Now, last month's team talk, James had just finished his second interview with Scott's author, Ethel Smith. So let's find out what else he's got in the pipeline. The last time we spoke, we hadn't actually got a books three and four podcast out with Ethel, which has now gone out. Oh, um, I really enjoyed that one. It was, it was great it, listening. Do you know what? It was terrific to do. Mm. Um, I must admit, all of the things that I've done, you know, in that respect, I've thoroughly enjoyed um, which I wasn't sure how it was going to work to begin with. I mean, I knew I could speak to the people um, because like, that's what I do. <laughs> but it, it's slightly different, you know, when you're doing a show and you're interspersing it with music as opposed to doing something where you're just chatting with people. But the, I was encouraged from the first time I did it uh, with Ethel um, and then obviously second one. And I think the last one has shown the progression um, of, you know, the sort of stuttery start, if you like, in my opinion. So that, that's going really well. I've got a, another one to do with a different author, a guy called Donald Nicholson, um, about a book that he wrote, um, and that's going to be recorded on the 12th of June oh, um, in the afternoon after the show. We've got that one with Donald. Um, now, our very own Frankie Boy, um, of course, has uh, written three books. Um, which she had a wee brief convo um, with Val and Marling on the daytime show a while back about. Um, so I'm actually started reading the first book um, and we're going to do the same thing with Frankie. Um, we'll do a wee interview uh, when I've completed each book um, and we'll put them out, you know, either, I don't know if we'll put them all out as one or again if we'll just put them out as individuals. It, it kind of depends on the length, you know, if they're about... We're working in one hour slot, yeah, so yeah. you know you could either do if it was ending up to an hour an episode, you could do them on three consecutive weeks, 
at the yeah. same time. And I mean, yeah. gradually, as we, if we do more and more of these, and I really like this sort of yeah. cultural stuff we're getting into, you know, we actually could have a set time on the schedule where we're playing something. Yeah, well, I've also had, um, in a kind of offhand way, I've been kind of told about some other cracking Scottish authors um, that I didn't know about. So I'm going to pursue them um, and see if we can get something going because we can't do anything on the next two books with Ethel until next year mm. at the earliest, unfortunately, because of issues during COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's the that's the old kind of podcasting thing in a nutshell. I'm almost completed the second part of the History of Music um, series, which we're going to look at Kenny Rogers, late great Kenny Rogers, because he had an absolutely fantastic career way before he ever became sort of famous as a country music singer. He did lots of other stuff before that um, as a session musician and then other groups and stuff. So that's going to be really, really good. Now let's catch up with Michael, who's got some exciting news to share about coverage of the Euros, and that's football, apparently. You've got some exciting plans for the Euros. Tell us about what the locker room's going to be doing for the Euros. Yeah, well, I suppose that was just an idea for a few months ago, and I feel on and, and it's one of these ones where it's glue arm, arms and legs. And um, so at the moment, um, the locker room is kind of off for the next um, a month or so, we'll be back in July, but because Scotland just qualified for the, the Euros, and it's been a long time coming, Fiona um, I think the last time Scotland was in the Euros, I was at school, so like that wasn't yesterday, so we decided to do a kind of like reaction show after all the Scotland games and we we want to encourage people to kind of like email us in about their comments on the games. So on the 14th of June, we've got Scotland against Czech Republic um, at Hamden. And then on the 18th of June, we've got England. Uh, some, some, some may say the old enemy at Wembley on the 18th of June. And then on the 22nd of June, we're back home against Croatia as well. You're doing it after the match. You're not commentating during the match, are you? Everybody gets to watch the match themselves. Yeah, and then you yeah. Do re- reaction. Show. Yeah, yeah. Get got a reaction show after the game. Yeah, we, we get to think about the about um, you know common uh, about some kind of common during in the game, but. It's a bit, a bit difficult if everybody's in different houses and everybody's watching the TV at the same time and there's got to be about that six-second delay or something. Oh, so yeah, that's In one house, there could be a goal, and then in my house, there couldn't be a goal, you know, so we just thought, no, keep it simple. So that's absolutely the best way. Keep it simple. But, you know, that that's, so that's three hours and you can have lots of different guests on, aren't you? Yep, yep, and it's not just the usual um, kind of male dominant voices, but I think you mix up with some females as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the programme, um, just to, you know, balance the books a wee bit. And, and um, also, you might get an interesting different perspective from women, it's not just yeah. like, ticking the boxes. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I think this is the first time that we've actually did anything like this on 
in the live. So yeah, it is. Um, uh, I think I don't think we've done anything sort of live sports. Well, nearly live. It will be yeah. live in the discussion just after the match. We've not done that before. Yeah. We're building on the experience of what we managed to do at the election coverage. Yeah, um, it's opened the door really to a lot of other things, hasn't it? Yeah, and I suppose it's like because it's the national football team, and because it's independent, uh, independent regular, it's a good opportunity to get more people listening in, and it's nice to hear random people emailing us in about their point of view on the game. Or, you know. Do you want to give them the email address? Yeah, so the email address is at the locker room in the live at gmail.com. So that's locker room in the live at gmail.com. Locker room in the live, all one word. Yeah, it's all one word, yeah. And uh, b- before, you, before you say anything, Fiona, no, I haven't memorised it yet. I've, I've still got it written down the same <laughs> For some reason, I can't just memorise it, you know, so it's always on my iPad when I need it. <laughs> whatever yeah. works for you, Michael, whatever works. Okay, that's brilliant. So, great. Really um, something to look forward to, doing something a little bit exciting, a little yep. bit new for us. But, uh, Grant, yep. thank you very much. Thanks, Fiona. Did you know that Indie Live Radio's aim is to have 50% of our musical content provided by Scottish artists and we really want to support new bands as well? Look out for our Artist of the Week feature and we play a selection of their music on the hour during our music mix programmes. We have a popular Gaelic music show called Cool Gaelic. We also have our Scottish Album of the Year show. And the new Scottish Music Show, which brings you all the new releases, 100% Scottish. If you want to keep up to date with the fantastic new music coming out of Scottish music scene, we provide a Spotify playlist of the month, and you'll find the link to that in the notes to this podcast. And two other new shows, which I'm just going to mention because we're going to bring you a bit more in-depth information next month about these. The first is Scottish Traditional Music, modern as well as as old favourites and that is called Kaylee and it's on at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday and 11pm on Friday night and the other one is Was Like Us which is the best of Scottish music over about the last 30 years right up to date tell you all about that show and the thinking behind it in next month's issue of Team Talk but in the meantime if you want to listen to that show it's on five days a week 2pm on Mondays and then 3pm Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday as always you can get in touch with us via any of our social media platforms or by email which is studio at indielive.radio or drop into the Discord chat room, the link's in our website. Come and have a chat to the presenters or whoever else shares your favourite show. The app will give you a link to our schedule. You can also get the link from Indie Live Radio website. Or you can look on the whatsonguide.scot. So lots of ways of listening. Put the radio on. Listen while you browse. And thanks for supporting Indie Live Radio. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch up with you all next month. Bye now.